Welcome to the Premier League Forever Forest podcast. Hello and welcome to the Forever Forest podcast. My name is Freebs the Tree uh, or Ryan. Uh, again, I always go by the many names and stuff like that. Like, uh, like who's who's this guy? Um, but yeah, we are back. Nice to speak to you all and uh, be uh, firing into your ears wherever you are in your you know a Renault or a BMW or just walking down by a river with a dog. Talking to people who walk down by rivers by dogs. Um, it's Kieran Curtis. Have you walked down by a river recently with the Bowie? I'm going to say his name properly. Do you know what, mate? It's quite hard to walk with Bowie in confined spaces like that because you never know when you're going to come across another dog. Um, yeah, but Goa, does he go at them? Yeah, he hates dogs. <laughs> 45 kilo of German Shepherd that loves to beeline for anything that moves too quick. He's got a speed limit. So yeah. if anything anything moves too quick, he's, he's on it pretty quick. Uh Unlike Nottingham Forest. Oh, so... well, I've got one further question. So if you and him were having some sort of like, who's who's the bigger beast? Is he is he in terms of mass? Because I know, you know, you called yourself like twinkle toes and stuff in the past, but he's quicker than you, obviously, being a dog. But if it came to it, could you have him? Or is he going to have you all day? Uh, we do Why love a scrap. He does, he does come to me. For, he punched me in the face today, actually. Oh. Uh, I, was, I was on my laptop too long. He'll, he'll come up. He knows certain times of the day. So he knows lunchtime and he knows five o'clock. And if I'm on my laptop five minutes beyond those points, he will come knock it out of my lap uh, and then just start a fight. I, so I, he's spoiling for it, mate. Maybe we'll get it on YouTube. Social media can be a very horrible place and it can be people can fire whatever they want at us. But I tell you what, no, the forest pod is starting with can you fight your dog? So I'm going to pride us on that. And I will still stick by it. We are your second favorite forest podcast and will remain so forever. Uh, no other comments. Lisa Fox fought a dog recently. No, I have to laugh at our dog because um, he I mean, I was I had this conversation with my other half this morning um, that he has none of the bed. And I'm like, well, I I don't either, really. And I look over and Ralph literally is like on his, you know, back happy as Larry with yeah. most of it. So uh, we don't fight. We just know that if if I even entertained trying to move him, he would huff. He's not very um, big, Ralph, though, is he? So grumpy. So grumpy. Who are we talking about? The other half or Ralph now? I'm just checking. Both. Both. Okay. Uh, so one one thing that is grumpy a lot of the time is Nottingham Forest fans, and you know for various reasons. And we're going to come to uh, going to come to it in a slightly different angle. So usually the sort of thing is, "Hello, welcome. I'm Freebs. This is Lisa. This is Holly. This is whoever." Uh, and then we talk about the game and we talk about you know the ups and downs of it. Now we haven't been around for a little while. We've had a few weeks off uh, doing other things, looking at other well, not other football clubs. Obviously, we're not like that. Although Lisa may have been looking at uh, any other clubs, Lisa, you've been supporting. Uh... Recently? I haven't been supporting any. I've been to another few football clubs recently. Um, I was in Leicester Stadium last week, oh. and uh, yeah. I mean, Kieran, have you have you you've been uh, have you been sort of dialing away with other clubs there in the northwest? Hey, I keep an eye on FC United. It's, yeah. it's good. It's a good laugh down that ground, to be honest. Community like, club fans at the forefront of it. You got to love see it. The the start of the year, I went to see Bognor Regis versus Lewis FC at Lewis's ground in the Isthmian League, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, it was, it was quite the Sussex tussle 
Um, that's all the way I'm going to put that it. That sounds like a great euphemism. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, you know, I haven't lived in Brighton 17 years. I've seen a few of those. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to do it slightly differently. We're going to sort of just sort of a little mini soapboxes in a way, not to be moany, not to be all blah blah but, you know, maybe... You know, maybe you don't get to chat to other people about forests. Maybe you just have to put up with seeing what someone in Nigeria and someone in Singapore has said about forests who's never seen any of uh, us play or who already bought all these players because they're obviously from Yorkshire as well, people who live in Singapore. Uh, so maybe it is nice to just hear how other people who we consider to be normal, sort of straight thinking, and God knows what, think about it all. So with that in mind, Kieran, Aston Villa, John Joe Shelby, off you go. Oh... Uh... I've seen some people trying to defend him for the, the performance of the rest of the game, but there's no way round it. That daft moment. Who doesn't know that you don't square it across your own six-yard box? Like, Just get rid of it. Spin, kick. Don't even make that play, though, do you? Because like, even if it's like an intricate pass, to, we've seen it at times when people tippy-tappy around the area, you go, shit, shit, shit. Oh, thank God we got rid of it. Yeah. That was just... I, uh, I, I don't know, is there a case? Because So I wasn't there. I didn't watch... Uh, I went to the Leeds game and then I was just going to be busy on Saturday. So I thought I'm going to keep up with it on Twitter best I can and felt like the right call um, call come full time. But when I was watching the highlights, I don't know, should someone be talking to him there? I've got an overwhelming feeling at the minute that we are lacking a leader and an organiser. And I know weeks back I was hailing Kaylor because I, I, I do rate him. I think he's been a great addition. If you're going to lose a Dean Henderson, not often you get to replace them with a Kayla Navas, but maybe we've lost a bit of command of our penalty area um, in, in recent times. I think someone should have been absolutely screaming at him what to do there. Because uh, who was it he was squaring to? Was it? it wasn't Koyati, was it? Um, he said you were there. Neocarte. Neocarte. Yeah. Some, I didn't see Neocarte asking for that ball. He didn't want it. He said, <laughs> Um, yeah, some someone's got to take control of that situation, and it, actually, Shelby's the kind of player who should, uh, with his experience and stature, the way he's come in, very, he's, very disappointing. You said it on the radio the other day, and you said it in our group as well. So it threw away a nil-nil. That's where you see it, was it? Yeah, yeah, we actually lost a nil-nil. We were so comfortable in that game up until that point, um, and all the hard work that they'd done in the first half was just undone with sheer ridiculousness um you know when we played uh Leeds on the Tuesday um you'd literally there going no shot no shot no shot oh there's a shot for god's sake uh and exactly oh, the same score, Lisa. Score exactly early. the same not us of course not us um, you know the, and, and, and just talking about Leeds that away end for that first 20 minutes was mad limbs I have not seen limbs like that it's probably since Sheffield United last year I'm not including Wembley because it wasn't limbs until the final whistle because like everyone was too scared to actually celebrate. Um, but that first 20 minutes was limbs. After that, it was toxic. Um, Saturday, it was, you know, all the fans were behind them. Coops was being sung about all the time. And Forest were in control of that football match. Um, they'd played some decent-ish football. Um, slow and cumbersome, but decent enough. And they had Villa pretty much in their pockets for, for, for 47 minutes. Um, and I mean, I think it was Worrell that actually looked, you know, his reaction was to just look to the sky and throw his arms in the air. Um, and my reaction was just for fuck's sake, um, because it was comfortable and we just threw it away. Um, and 
you get then you you know you're, you're going through the motions we didn't really create very much second half um and there were there were players that so there's there's two two points the first one is if you're seasoned professionals who have played in the premiership played at that level before and know what is expected of them perform like that and everyone's got a mistake in them don't get me wrong but to perform like that when you are dog eating dog at the bottom of that league Mm. um it is just stupid um the second point is we were always likely to concede a second because we spent the last 10 minutes with 10 men and um, the thing that annoyed me the most wasn't that Nia Carty went off injured and is probably out for the rest of the season again, um, was the fact that we have players that we are, you know, ultimately Coops is probably still fighting for his job. And we have players that are walking around the pitch and they are not tracking back and they are not trying to put a tackle in and they are just not asked. And that for me is worrying because we had the luxury last year of the togetherness and every man up next man up every man you know we were all in it together and this season there are too many players at the moment that just don't seem bothered and aren't up for the fight and if we are relying on our crop of young players that are still learning their trade in the premiership we can't you know it's it is you, you cannot make mistakes you just can't and ultimately we are relying on professionals who know the game know that you know there's some there that have actually been in that relegation fight in the last two seasons you know Newcastle are having the season of their life this year the last two seasons they haven't been in that position um so they know what is needed and required to stay in this league and they're toothless mm. Kieran, I, I don't think there's much going to disagree with there, but out of the current crop that's available and fit, um, is, you know, if you could only play with five players, whatever it might be, because they're the only ones that actually fit, you know, think you're doing the service to the club and things like that, who are you actually sort of definitely putting in your sheet at the minute for your team? You know, for, for instance, who's who's just not pulling their weight, get them out? Oh, no, we haven't got a team anymore. It doesn't matter. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> Tough question, that, mate. Um and the mad thing is, I'm still going to pick players who I think are playing below their potential at the moment. Um, Morgan Gibbs White is still going to be one of the first names on the team sheet for me. Yeah. But where was he at Leeds? He he just he, I I can't put my finger on whether it's tactics, tiredness, or what. But him and Brennan, if they're not connecting, we're not in the game. The pressure on both of them must be horrendous. It, yeah, yeah. I, because I, ultimately Brennan has scored eight premiership goals this season and our midfield and defenders aren't really mucking in with many um and the pressure on that lad honestly must be ridiculous it's not just the fact that you know he's he's out there on the the platform the, the biggest platform in the world in terms of football um he's one of our own so that that comes with an added pressure um and i've said it on out on the pod before um you know he is still learning his trade uh, in the Premiership. Um, and we are so reliant on him, his movement, his goals, that, you know, if, if he goes down injured, we're buggered. Um, and I've I've said it as well. He, earlier on in the season, I was questioning Brennan's ability to carry us in the way that we needed him to. Now I'm going, well, he did, but it's criminal how much we are relying on him. At mm-hmm. some point, someone behind him has got to step up. 
I, I was chatting to someone at Leeds at half time, and one of the biggest things that I think has changed from last year is that we haven't got that fluid um, relationship between the wing backs and the wingers. So we still, it, not a lot has changed, I think, in Cooper's tactics from, you know, you've got a core in the midfield that are just there really to be a pain to the opposition. And then we're going to create space down the flanks for some of the speedier players. But that relationship just doesn't exist uh, between our wing backs. And on Toffolo is not a box to box left wing back. Uh, or, or he hasn't shown that to me anyway this season. Huddersfield, he was like one of the top assists, wasn't he? He's was swinging balls in. I think he was further up the pitch, especially, I think, in terms yeah, of... His... You're lumping it up to a Jordan Rhodes in that situation, aren't you? What The, the, the way that we want to play is someone bringing it forward so that the wingers have the space to make a nuisance of themselves and create some chaos. Mm. Uh, we don't create chaos by peppering balls into the box, which we should probably start doing at some point. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to have to get to that. So I kind of feel that if we let a goal in, we're so paper thin and fragile at the minute that I, as a sporter, I just don't see where the goal's coming back. I, at one point, I would have said, do I think that the fight is there? Yeah, I probably would have said it was. But now I, I'm sort of worried that that's not even there. I won't give up on it until the points aren't available because that's just where I've always been, whether it's been promotion or relegation. I've gone, you know, we can still get 10 points, nine points behind. You can do it. Um, whether it's a odds-on thing you do or not is a different matter. I think the difference at the minute is if we lose the crowd, I, I, this is my sort of opinion on the Cooper situation that I think there's a, at least you probably come straight in on this after me, is that if if they did get rid of Cooper, who like Dan, I think said kind of rightly in our chat, I don't think you'll mind saying that, if it wasn't Cooper and this was the current run of form, what would you be thinking? You know, because of what he's got in the bank with us emotionally, you know, historically, stuff like that. Um, if they get rid of it, I think you'll lose a load of the crowd at home. And the home is the only thing that's going to save us at the minute, from what I can see. We're going to have to beat probably Man United, beat Brighton and Southampton. Something like that, you know, as in it, or ruin Arsenal's day, which would be delightful. Um, but yeah, Lisa, for you, like, do you do you think that there's an element of it that the club have sort of stuck with their man? Well, I know there's various reasons we've looked at whether anybody else wanted the job uh, versus as well. Do you think there is an element of Cooper is sort of the glue that's holding the potentially that home form as a chance together or is that just been a bit naive do you think possibly um i think i think a lot of soul searching must have been done by the owners we've seen with olympiacos they're currently looking for their fourth manager of the season that and they're flying what second in the the league in greece um that it it is the the greeks way and it has been the greeks way and it was also faraz's way um that <laughs> indeed sorry um that we chopped and changed for so long and i think there's a big part of the cooper in um brigade that just wants stability and that if we get relegated he is the best person to get us back promoted 100%. um and i don't disagree with that um but there's also that element of what if we had twisted and got in somebody else that you'd get that new manager bounce with that other teams around us seem to have had and they've had that revival that has taken this the comfortable seven point safety net that we had um to being in the relegation zone on goal difference um but I agree with you I mean the crowd at Leeds went toxic the crowd on Saturday was just a little bit blase more so than anything else and it was almost like 
there was an inevitability about it on Saturday that people, you know, it was, you were watching your players not really caring. Um, and some of the fan base seemed to be in exactly the same boat. Um, I came home on Saturday and it was the first day that I actually felt like, yeah, we're not getting out of this, are we? Um, but there are still a lot of points to play for and we're, our home form has been pretty decent. Um, of the teams that we've played, we've picked up quite a lot of points uh, or quite a lot of, of our points. Um, and, you know, of the big four, five, six, there's only Tottenham that have taken maximum points from us at home. Am I right with that? Uh, the only team that beaten us home and away, I think, in it at the minute, potentially. Yeah. So... Well, United, United, if you count the cup. Yeah, no, we don't count the cup. Irrelevant. <laughs> it's it's poor. They, they don't put points on the board. They just you know give us a good cup run. Um, so you know we've got to go out and and fight. And I mean, I I just think at the moment we're missing our heartbeat. And um, it's his name is Ryan Yates. It's number twenty-two. I, 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 you're not, you're not wrong, and it's something somebody's put to us on Twitter here because I just said today what you're feeling and stuff like that. And uh, where was it? Someone come. I want to make sure I got the right person, but I've moved down a little bit on it. So um, this is great podcasting. Uh, yeah, Ben Swanson said it all rests on whether Yates is fit for the remaining games for me, which I think is key. I think Forest of this because this. I was talking to Kieran a little bit before we started talking about the Premier League. Now, when we got promoted, I felt like a bit bewildered. And then it, I kept saying that thing about it feeling like it was real, you know, because it's been so long. You know, I think in some ways when you've waited for it that long versus say you've only supported Forest five years, there is a bit of a difference in how it feels because you've got that kind of nostalgia for how it used to be. Kevin Campbell, Stuart Pierce, all those kind of days versus what it, you know, if you've never seen it, it's a different vibe, I guess. And I've sort of sneered at the Premier League for a long time as being this, you know, oversaturated with every opinion from every bloody country in the world and all the media's got an opinion and every radio station's got an opinion on it. And it's just almost, I liked my niche championship. I liked, it was almost like an album of a band that no one else knew but me, you know? So I could just be like, oh, have you heard this song by this Swedish band called The Schnaffs? And they go, no, no, I'm not, <laughs> you've not heard the fucking Schnaffs. And that's what it felt like going when we played, what, you don't know where Preston play? <laughs> you know, like that to someone. Um, and the Premier League, I remember saying to Natalie something about, oh, God, this is shit, this league. I've fucking done it. And she went, it's because you're losing. A bit like that, you know, because not in a funny way, but she was saying, because if you're getting hammered all the time or things aren't going well, it's when our first real bad run was happening. And I said, well, it, do you know what? It's not, because Forrest have been shit many times during the years that I've supported them. It felt different because it was so glaring and so many people going, oh, they bought all these players. And I just kind of felt like I was more bothered about Birmingham versus Blackburn's resort on a weekend than I was about if Tottenham had beat Villa. I just couldn't give a shit in some ways. So in the longest meandering way possible, Kieran, the football's been bitty this year. I don't think I've really seen us taking on to bits, which is not a great surprise, I guess, in the league we've gone up to. Have you, and this isn't meant to be a post-mortem, enjoyed the Premier League at all in any way, shape or form this season? Because in some ways I'm sort of going, I kind of want us to just get this, this year done and then see if it's better next season, if we can survive. Oh... Have I enjoyed it? You say all? yes straight away. <laughs> yeah, yeah th th there have been moments that, that I've enjoyed. You'll never not enjoy beating Liverpool 1-0. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, getting the opportunity to have some of those scalps is great. What is demoralising about the Premier League 
is you're just watching football at its ugliest, most toxic, and it's every club. Every club is rotten. Um, everyone thinks that they should be in Europe because they're in the Premier League. Everyone thinks that, that it, it, just everything is delusions of grandeur about the Premier League and it's eroding football. Um, it is why there will be a Super League and people can try and fight it. It's a coming. It will happen in one way or another. Just wait. Um, but yeah, we even got linesmen taking shots at players now. The Premier League's lost it. I can't like that. <laughs> uh, do you know what? People are too young to remember because I'm sure we all remember Decanio giving it to the uh, to the ref. Yeah. Uh, these things just go round in circles. Though, so, yeah, long story short, Freebs, I've enjoyed moments that have been all too fleeting. Mm. And I feel like my club will just be taken further and further away from me the longer we're here. Lisa, do you think there's elements, I'm thinking when Kieran was saying it, if I look back on certain seasons and I remember an Andy Reid goal here, or I remember Chris Cohen at Ipswich, I remember moments of play. I don't remember much play this year. I remember Liverpool, of course, beating them. Fantastic. Uh, My joy at Southampton away, because it's the only one we've seen of those. But in terms of play and moments of, I mean, Man City goal, we'll give it that one maybe, you know, at home. Again, I'm not trying to sound stupid with it because we are up against the creme de la creme of probably some of the European teams that you can play against in lots of ways. Uh, but again, same sort of question to you. I know you've been to a lot more games. I will have only been to my second by the weekend. But um, general thoughts on the Premier League as an experience for you versus Lisa of old going to the games as well, because obviously you've got that. Um, I think, I, I mean, I, I at City away um, back in August... Uh, I said to Jessica, when we were 3-0 down, um, or or she said to me, can we go now? And I said, Jess, games like this isn't about the Forest team that we're watching. It's about the fact that we're watching Erling Haaland. It's about the fact that we're watching Kevin De Bruyne. And we are actually getting to see some of the best players in the world um, in person and visit some of the best stadiums in the world and find out that some of those stadiums are absolutely soulless and absolutely shit and I'm not actually bothered about going again um, and I'd much rather be in the, the away end at Bramall Lane than I would in the away end at West Ham so um, that is you know how the season has panned out it's not been pretty um, and unfortunately it's a season that we had we had Wembley, we had last season, and it was a massive ride of euphoric joy. Um, this season started early because of the World Cup. Um, we signed 30 players, um, some of whom we'd never heard of, some whom will be gone and we'll never hear of again. And um, it's been an experience that you kind of have to embrace. We all knew it wasn't going to be easy. None of us thought that we were actually going to end up in Europe um, or challenging for the title. It's all about the consolidation and trying to get that 17th place. And nothing's changed. That's still still the aim, isn't it? Oh, and, and we're still gold difference off it. You know, it's not like it's a million miles away. Um, yeah, so while it's there, we're still in it. Again, the thing that hurts, I think, at the minute is because we've we just don't look like we're going to. That's what it is. And that's happened to football for decades and centuries that people have been watching it since a pig bad has been booted about, whatever it might be. Um, but as I think I've said to either you guys, or maybe you're on the radio, Lisa, whichever it is, I'd rather we had the slump now and ended strong. 
or we just have one of the worst endings to a season ever where we've just gone comatose for like months and months and just drifted into a coma of death. Kieran, you look like you're going to jump in on that just, one. Just get us over 30 points. Like, just get us over 30 points. Like, I, I I, came into the season, I said 17th would be great, but I was had eyes on higher based on the kind of players that we're bringing in. Mm. Fool I was, but that's the romantic in being a football fan, isn't it? You dare to dream. And after last season, we definitely came in daring to dream. Yeah, um, of course. But it, it's just, it is the roller coaster. And it, But for a couple of results, our mood would be so different. So I'm, different. Think about it. Think who I spend almost all my time with and think about Chelsea, right? And I give Natalie this shit all the time going, should have done them at home anyway. That annoyed mm-hmm. me just for our relationship. But also they've given Southampton six points. And I know that when we go to Stamford Bridge, they were probably going to do a 6-0. And I just think that just this is a football. I saw Raheem Sterling recently on a shoot was doing. And I said to him, Raheem, because he just got to the toilet, I said, I said before I last saw you, have a good World Cup and don't score against Forest. Yeah. <laughs> he went and he went, mate, I needed a goal. And then his manager <laughs> guy was like, he was almost embarrassed to score that goal. I went, well, I wish he fucking hadn't. You know, it's just like, <laughs> instructions were good World Cup, don't score against Forest. Did completely the opposite. Um but anyway, yeah, I'm the same as you, Kieran. There's games like Everton at home is going to bother me. Wolf, Brent, I was thinking of Brentford the other day, like with the, the VIR, VAR shit. You know, there's so many games that are your fault. And that always happens in a season, doesn't it? Yeah. There's many games to be thrown away in the past. But this season is so crucial that I actually think my my thing is nine more points. I think we might be all right. What about you? What, are you going to think it's less? Or more? <laughs> I thought it was less a few weeks ago, to be honest. Uh, There there was a point where I thought 34 might be enough um, to get get us over the line in like 17th. Um, Now, I I really don't know, mate. You can't call it. Like The results have been bonkers and we are at that point in the season where they'll continue to be bonkers. Um, Get your hackers on for a couple of pennies. They'll probably be worth something. Lisa's going to call it. Lisa, how many more points do you think Forrest need to be safe? (laughs) It it is an interesting one because one one result can change the league so much. It's ridiculous. The one thing that really, and I've said this right from the start, is is goal difference. It's worth a point. Um, and ours is just horrendous, and and some of that is is our own doing um, through shocking shocking decisions. And um, we, our destiny is in our own hands, right? Um, we have got a, a pretty tough running, but Forest historically have always done better against teams that are towards the top of the league and been absolutely dog shit against the teams around them. Um, so. On that basis, are we going to be okay? I hope so. Save that. I'm going to ask you where Forrest is going to finish right at the end. Uh, save it for one minute. I'm going to talk. I'm just going to do a quick one round the thing because um, I think it's way too late to make a change anyway. Gear and Cooper in or out? In. Lisa. In. Yeah, I mean, it's just fed off. I think. I got, can, I, can I just pipe up on that? I think that the board have played a weird game of 4D chess that they didn't know that they were playing. Go on. <laughs> And they've given him two chances already. And actually what they've now done is they've softened up a bit of a soft underbelly of the fans who will now go, well, it's strike three, isn't it? Didn't get better. Didn't get better quick enough. There are enough people who've started to turn. Who, yeah. Sorry, whoever you are, like faceless accounts and people I just don't know. Um, group of you. 
she agreed with it. Like we we had no right to be here. Another person tweeted, and sorry, I can't remember who it was, but made an excellent point. 18 months into a four-year plan, we got promoted. We were way ahead of schedule. Um, we said it pre-season, mate. We said it yeah. when, we, when they couldn't get the, what was it? The media sensor wasn't big enough and the ticket office couldn't yeah. sort this out. And, and definitely- all that stuff, all that stuff adds up. And, you know, you end up with uh, photoshops of Emmanuel Dennis playing with Wolves. Um, now, No we, sponsor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, two. Clearly, there were there were other things at play. Why is there? Why is the board, and why are there certain fans that are so far ahead of themselves? Look how well Burnley did for years as a yo-yo club under Sean Dyche. Um, I'll pull so you on that, Kieran. It, I thought when we last went down in 1999, it might be a bit less than 23 years before we came back, mate. So there is a part of me that's going, yeah. I'm 60 odd on that current form before we're back again. You know, my two-year-old is going to be in her mid-twenties if Forrest follow that form. Yeah, but there's a massive difference between that situation and now, which is the board we've got and the owners there, they've got significant more money. They've made significantly more investment into the club. They're going to want to um, go back at the first attempt. Whereas last time we went down, had a, you know, a couple of years in the wilderness, the closest we got to it, we then got rid of the... We, we didn't sign the likes of Darren Huckabee the next season and we sold off other prized assets. Mm-hmm. That that board back then was in a very different headspace to what the one is now and football's changed a lot. The amount of money that's gone into the club and the squad that we're going to go down with, the, the players that you reasonably expect to stay around going to have us in a way better position. And oh, why Lewis O'Brien and Toffolo flying along in the championship with... Uh, what? I mean, I still don't want to talk about the championship while we're still alive in this league. But do you know what I mean? There's enough of a core. We've discussed this, I think, ourselves, haven't we, about how many players think will go. And actually, I don't think it'll be as many as people think it will. I think you'll sell some of the crown jewels. Yeah, some, some of them. And, you know, you're not going to have to worry about your Lingard's wages, your Henderson's wages, your Kayla Navas' wages, because they will be gone immediately. Um, that there will be a little bit of a restructure, but I feel like I've I've gone away from from what my original point is. But stick with Cooper; it is the best shot we have at coming back and actually building something for the future. But I'll wager this: if we go down, he's probably gone by Christmas, one way or another. Yeah, Lisa, do you agree? I I think if we go down, he's he's gone. I don't think they'll stick with him. I think it's a good thing to do. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's an. I mean, I I actually said again, City away. Um, to the guys that were stood in front of us, we will be a yo-yo club for a couple of years. We know we can't expect stability straight away because that's not how that the league works. You know, we've seen it with Bournemouth, we've seen it with Fulham, um, we've seen it with to to some degree. Um, you know, the the Norwiches of the world, the Burnleys of the world. Um, what we have got now in our favour, if we do go down is the fact that we've got the luxury of parachute payments that will actually soften the blow a little bit for the the next couple of seasons, um, which we haven't previously mentioned. So you always kind of find that, yes, there's, you know, the the there are teams that go down and and they're the ones that you look at to say they're going to bounce straight back up. Um, And then there'll be two or three others that were there or thereabouts within the playoffs the the season previous that you would expect will strengthen a little bit and will then, then... uh, push on S- similarly to Sheffield United this year um, and so I'm not don't get me wrong I will be absolutely gutted if we get relegated um, 
is it totally unexpected if it happens? Probably not. Um, the thing for me that is actually really annoying is if we'd have had this conversation six weeks ago, there were categorically three worse teams in that league than us. Mm. And injuries have come into play again. And I don't want to massive as an excuse but we are nowhere near our strongest team we are nowhere near a settled side and unfortunately when we had our run after the world cup um we were settled we had a squad and a team that actually knew what they were doing um and again we're you know the saturday was a change in formation so you've got players that are having to learn a new system while they're still trying to learn the names of the players that are around them. And it just, it's, there are so many things that are going against us that we need that team spirit. The one shining light that came out of our January transfer window is Felipe. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he is on a two-year contract and he will be a Forest player next season. Um, And whilst you talk about the shining crown, crown jewels and all the rest of it, they're all under contract. So if we do have to sell, we're going to make comfortable profit on both one neither because neither are going to go anywhere um and i think that decision with regard to the crown jewels will also be dependent on who our manager is yeah and i I think because i was thinking when you guys were saying it about you know there's all been all this talk of always so and so doesn't like cooper whatever a big part of it could be that if you do go down and someone goes, well, do you know what? I would have gone, but I quite like him and he's sticking around, so I will stay. That's a thing you don't think of all the time. Or some people go, well, do you know what? I'll give it one year in the championship because it might be a new manager who likes me. Because footballers are egotistical, like we all are with whatever we do. I was going to talk very briefly about uh, Filippo Giraldi, but I'm not going to bother and just say thanks. Uh, I'm going to move on now to Manchester United at home on Sunday. I just don't want to, I don't want to talk anymore about off-field shit and people being twats to each other and God knows what. I just want to look forward to a game against Manchester United at home. It's my first home game of the season. I've missed every time I thought I could come to one. They've moved it. It's to a Sunday and I've just been fucked every time. So I'm like, I feel like I have to go and see one. And also it's, for me, it feels nice to go and see one because I saw Brighton away and I've been there a lot of times in the championship and stuff like that. So that almost even though it had a lion on the ticket, Felt like the place I've been tons of times. So seeing Man United at home is a big one. Um, I don't think I've ever seen us play United in any fixture, even back in the day. Um, but yeah, game coming up that me and Kieran were saying beforehand, I have a funny feeling Forrest are going to bloody win. And it's maybe <laughs> because I'm going, I don't know why, you know, we're talking to Rashford maybe being out. Kieran, give me the feeling of the Northwest. Are they fearing their trip up to the, uh, to the world famous? They're complacent, mate. Ooh. They're very complacent. I, I, work so with Seb, I work with several United fans, which has nothing to do with geography. Uh, I, I imagine that would be true if I worked in London. Mate, uh, everyone who supported United. I was the only one of two Forest fans, and we we're only an hour and a bit from Nottingham. So, yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, I am. I think they're looking at our results. At some point, right, a bad run of form has to break. It, it just does. Like, that's the only way you come out of it. Could that be in what? the championship? <laughs> Well, I'm not saying when, but it's got to break okay. at some okay. point. I'm with you, I'm with you. And what are we like? Seven, eight games now without a win. Nine. Ew, I stopped counting, didn't I? Um, right. Well, that that has to that has to stop at some point. And what better team uh, to come up against than a Man United that has slipped up multiple times this season? They they've had they've got that in them um, to to be a little bit complacent. Now, what I really need to 
see. And I, I'm not advocating the dark arts or for ugly football. But if Marcus Rashford steps up on that pitch, someone's got to kick him. Yeah. Someone's got to kick him. Jesse Lingard could start <laughs> just to nobble him and then get sent off because he's about as much use anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like we, it, it, it's been great to see that we have stu- stood by some principles of trying to play nice, free-flowing, counter-attacking football. But we are where we are, lads. We've got to start doing some of the ugly stuff and it not just being Felipe, um, who I will give credit for, definitely puts himself about. Um, yeah, we've got to get stuck into them and we've got to make them realise that they're in a game, unsettle them, start shooting. Like actually yeah. put them under a bit of pressure. The Leeds goals, like the first Leeds goal, which kind of came somewhat out of nothing, was because they just had a shot. Mm. They had a shot. The keeper didn't deal with it as well as he could have, and they had people there to mop up the afters. Morgan Gibbs White, have a shot. Have a shot. There will be other people further up than you. Who the goal that we scored against Everton at home? Morgan Gibbs White, have a shot outside the box. Yeah. Pickford can only parry it, and Brennan is quicker than pretty much anyone else on that pitch. Let's just make them uncomfortable. And if we do that, we can get a 1 0. Hold on, Kieran. Are you saying that the tactic to beat Manchester United at home on Sunday Sunday, is to have some shots and attack? Yeah. Fucking. Honestly, I think I'm going to get a job in football with this kind of renegade. I think you're going to be working for um, Sports Interactive soon, doing all the different attacking moves on Football Manager or on FIFA. Lisa. What's going to happen on Sunday? Oh, God, because I've said that to you and now I've gone, I want us to go and attack and all this, and I think we might just sit back for 90 minutes. Uh, thoughts? I, I like this game of football, Kieran. It's it's quite simple, isn't it? Score more goals than the opposition. And, and 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 better the results of those around us. That's That's all we need to do. Anything could happen, mate, honestly. Um, what does my gut say? I don't know. Uh, I think I think we will get a result from one of our next two games that will be unexpected um, because of complacency. And I don't know which way around it will be. I would love to take four points out of the two. So let's just not lose and yeah. hope that Leicester get battered 27-0 by City. <laughs> if we are going to go, like, if we are going to go and drop out of this league, let's do it on our shield. Like, let's actually go at some teams. And take Leicester with us. Yeah. With Dean Smith and doing his thing. I mean, I think there's... Um, I, I was thinking that when you said it. So let's say we do United. Whoa, the fans are like fucking... Then it's Anfield, right? Yeah. Um, and then we go in a bit cocky and get hammered 7-0. Is there a thing of getting a draw at United? And go, oh, that's a good point. And we get it late and it gives a bit of spice. And the Liverpool are still thinking, oh, you know, it's Forest. Shit, we haven't played for years. And then we turn them as well. I'm trying to think what's better in the, the compendium. I don't think there's any good points now. I think it's it's win or it's bust every can. game. Well, we have so, to go out to win. Unless I think unless the point is against a side who is below us by a couple of points, which is not many of, and it's stopping them jumping us, you know, something like that. I think that's the point where a point does work. So like Southampton at home, though, you've got to win it. Got to win it. That is a, that is the one six pointer that we will have had all season. Um, and I think you and know it's, it's they've moved it to a Monday. Um, it's a bloody long way for them to come. Our fans are going to be, well, it's the coronation, isn't it? Um, so it's it's just going to be a long-ass day. And a, and let's hope that there's no hangover from the players and that they are up for the fight, because ultimately that's what we want to see. Um, I don't... If we go down, 
and we've gone down with a whimper, that will make me more angry than seeing our players fighting tooth and nail to try and keep us in this league mm-hmm. um, and giving their all because ultimately they're getting paid a lot of money. Just so you know, Kieran, the last time Forrest won a game was the 5th of Feb. And that was against Leeds. Leeds. So United at home, um, I'm going for a win. Kieran, Lisa, win, draw or lose? Go, Kieran. One of them. Win, has to be. Win, Lisa. Got to be a win. Anfield away. I think we'll lose. Lisa? Yeah, I think we'll lose, but 1-1. One, one. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to win nil-nil. Brighton at home, 26th of April. Is the tension, that's a big one for me because they're they're all right. They're really good and we, we stole a draw nil-nil at theirs earlier in the season, but I can't stand them. So I'm going to go for Forest. I think they'll lose. I think we'll lose at home to Brighton. Uh, Lisa? Um, I don't think we'll lose at home to Brighton. I think our home form will actually be what saves us and I'm going for a 1-0. I needed this. Kieran, home to Brighton? 1-0. That's about all I can say. 1-0. It. it doesn't really matter any of this. I'm just trying to give people hope who are listening and we can start swigging the tea in the air. Brentford away. Horrible. Lego Stadium. Horrible, horrible. Can't stand their finger sniffing manager. Kieran, Brentford away. We're going to get past it. One nil. Lisa. One nil. No, we'll, we'll lose at Brentford. Uh, but although I've only ever been once before. That was to the old ground, and that was the Butchalakis season, and we stuffed them four four one whatever. Um, and I do have tickets, so if I decide that I'm going, which I'm, I probably will, because I'm just a glutton for punishment, um, then you know, by, by, you know, it's 100% record so far, so win-win. Keep it going. Four more to go. Southampton at home. Kieran? 1-0. Spot up. <laughs> Lisa? 2-1. 4 nil. I'm going for. Uh, then the, the battle of my heart. Chelsea away. Um, I think we'll lose 5-0. I think we're going to get absolutely fucking stuffed, and I don't want it. But Lisa? 0-0. Kieran? One nil. How many games are we winning here? <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of there's a bit of a theme going on here, Kieran. These I'm going to be right at least once. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Arsenal at home, last home game. Kieran one nil to the Forest. Elisa. I can't see anything other than a three nil loss and them probably being crowned champions. No, that's oh, really. Can you I not can... see us costing them a title? I can. No. I, I do not. Oh, Kieran's woke up from his one. I genuinely believe they will fuck it to us. And no. it'll be great. It'd be amazing. I, I will love it if we beat them. <laughs> I will fucking love it if we fuck it for Arsenal. Kieran Keegan, eat your heart out. Can you imagine that? The the right. I've heard it from Natalie. I've heard it from the people going, oh, their fans are obnoxious. And I just always thought they were like, oh, being dicks about Wenger. But this season, almost every Arsenal fan I know has been a prick. They've just been like, oh, yeah, we're going to walk in. And just like, there's some entitled babies. I would love us to fuck it for them. We can't. Lisa doesn't think it happen. And then Palace away. It's the most forest place to get relegated. Sellerst. I th- I thought they'd be in deeper shit than they are. Maybe Woy is going to save them. Um, but... It's not. It's not just that. Actually, it's the fact that Palace have got a run of fixtures that could actually keep us up. So it would be the most forest thing in the world for Palace to do what exactly what's needed around around us and us to fuck it up ourselves. Oh, it's yeah. It smacks of Swansea, doesn't it? Yeah. I've seen Just so don't many lose five nil Forest. and Stoke. I've seen so many Swansea people. and Stoke. That's it. Through that thing of going, like Natalie said, well, we'll be on the beach. We'll have nothing to play for by then. I'm like, football clubs don't do that in the Premier League. I'm pretty sure they don't know. Because <laughs> she started saying, oh, do you know what? I kind of don't mind us losing if it keeps you up. I said, well, yeah, I've actually told one of your players not to score against us, and he still fucking did. So I don't know. <laughs> I love you to bits, but I don't think your goodwill towards us is going to save us that much. I've actually looked a man in the eye and went, do not score against my team. 
fucking did you know so um you know you can't get worse than that um so yeah that's it overall um kieran are you having forest staying up seriously heart and head and all that just one globule of it you can't say one nil to this question as it stands we will talk again for the end of the season do you believe your beloved nottingham forest are going to be a premier league side next season uh, it's been taken out of our hands at the minute. I don't uh, need your politi- by... political answer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've we've dropped into the relegation zone, and I'm going to say at the minute we're going down. Okay, where yeah. we are. I said I think on the radio, Lisa. I said I think we'd stay up on the last game of the season, which I don't think I can handle. Um, I think it'll be we'll either be gone or safe before that. Actually, looking at those games with the gun, Lisa, you've got your hands on your face. How are you feeling about it? <laughs> oh, it's just it's it's horrendous. You know, it's. It's just that's what we that's what we love about football, isn't it? The the you know we we all wanted this chalice of Premiership joy, and um, having tasted it, on, and and we've spoken about it so many times that it's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> um, and actually, the Championship is one of the best divisions in the world. But having been there for twenty three years and been so so near and yet so far um I really do hope that we stay up um but I you know I've been to I think I've missed two away games um and some have been a lot better than others uh purely because of the players that I'm watching that aren't playing for our team um there have been glimmers of hope within ours and there are you know at the fact that we've got Kieran eating humble pie about Brennan Johnson for starters, a lot of our fans who've said that Ryan Yates is shit um, realise that actually he's not so shit. Um, so there are positives, and yeah, are we staying up? Why is Freeb's getting off scot free? He had a pop at Brennan as well. Fuck off, Kieran. I'm the host. If I'm going down, you're coming with me. <laughs> uh, exactly. So that, that's that's it, isn't it? Like you say, we're, going stuck, down. we're all mine. going down together. <laughs> I stuck by mine, which was then, he. I think his goal he scored after I'd knocked him was exactly the goal I was talking about. It was on instinct and it was hit. I get, proves my point. When he has too long to think, I don't think he's as good as on instinct. And I stand by that. And he's having a very good season. And I hope he scores many beautiful. We also, we also know that historically, the player that's got player of the season leaves the following year. Stanley, with looking at you. Um, so I'm going to end with this and say, Lisa and Kieran, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. It's, it feels like a therapy session. I hope for those of you listening, it's felt the same as well. Loads of different bits and bobs and questions in here. So hopefully we're back by next week to go through things like off the field recruitment, stuff like that. But we kind of wanted to give you a bit of sweet with the sour as well. As it stands, we're still a Premier League side. We still have that lion on our shirt. Uh, and we're still the two times European Cup winner. And, you know, you can't take that shit away from us. We've got each other, as I say, it said in the stands about believing each other and all that. We needed more than ever. You know, like I said the other day to Aaron on the radio there, like if if I can sort of shout my head off on Sunday and the person who next to me was going to give up shouting, it gives them a bit more. It's a domino effect. You know, I've heard people at the city ground say things like, I'd rather watch a dog give birth, as I've said many times. You don't have to listen to those people. I mean, some people would rather watch a dog give birth but what we need to do now is give birth to some hope and optimism even if you're not seeing it on the pitch shout scream give them everything you can you pay your money you take your choice and all that kind of stuff but right now unity is what we need in the best way we can get it we've got some tough games coming up but our club is still a premier league club so that's what i believe in and until it's gone um it's gone and then if not it's preston and the the likes next season isn't it so i'm sure you two guys will anything to add to that or we're just going to say you reds and fuck off cooper in cooper in you Reds. Love you guys. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.